Welcome back to Tricky Footy Lads. I have a very angry Tigers fan next to me um, after he's seen the team list this week. Um, obviously, boys have Origin to get to tonight, so we'll quickly just go through team list, bit of super coach, and then we'll let you guys get back to your night. Uh, I'm sure you guys are with family, friends, whatever you're doing, watching State of Origin, although it is a dead rubber, but um, yeah, we'll make this one quick for you boys, and uh, yeah, we'll get straight in the team list. Tom, how are we doing? <sighs> Lovely. Do I... Thought my suffering was about to end. Now that app is coming back. It's not. Because we're picking second rather on the wing. Um, you know... Worst halves in the comp. Well, it's not their fault. Because Wakeham was actually playing very good footy when Brooks was there. Um, and you know, unfortunately, he's a better six than he is seven. Uh, maybe that'll change. Now that Appy's back, he can do a bit more of the game managing. Um... You know, none of these players have a combination, so this is another brand new combination. Oh, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so um, first game, McDonald Jones Stadium. It is the Knights versus the Tigers. For the Knights, Gagai is back in, so Inari Tawala drops out. Um, although... Bramman Best and Jacob Saifidi are 50-50 because it is two days after uh, Origin 3. Um, it says here Heimel Hunter sit on the reserves after coming back from a knee injury, but I don't think he was going to come in regardless. Um, that's all for Newcastle. Uh, coming off a strong win uh, two weeks ago. So, yep. For the Tigers, you want to go through them or you want me to? Sure. Uh, Buller, fullback, Kevahoa keeps his spot on the wing. Paul Bloke is just not a winger anymore. He's a centre and a second row before he's a winger. Um, again, Will he's Smith. He's not injured? Yeah. Uh, Will Smith is uh, still in the halves. Um, I mean, he had a crack last week. He just hasn't played first grade in a while, so... Obviously, a big adjustment for him. Um, yeah. Um, Tarsi James drops out. Because Twal's back. The Silver drops out. Simka to the bench. Yeah, that's it. Dolphin Tigers. Um, what's your tip for this one? Okay, who would you put in where Kepa is? Um, anyone. Because I actually feel bad for the bloke. But if you're asking me seriously, start off the tower. And then Kepa or center? Him or Tristan Riley. Yeah, okay. Just um, like... I'd even put Dane Laurie on the wing, to be honest. I know he can catch a ball. He was training there as well, pre-season. Yeah, Dane Laurie probably then. 
no, like Kepa I was just he's well, trained the whole preseason in the second row, started both our preseason games in the second row, and then started round one in the second row. I'm and all of a sudden good. And he was very good. And now all of a sudden he's playing on the wing for some reason. So, long story short, not happy with your team. Well, and I don't understand, like, the report came out that Safos, you know, not going to be retained. So what's the point of keeping him in the squad? He played great last week. Probably our best player. But what's the point of keeping him in the team when you've got young blokes like Tarsi James and Matamua? who aren't going to get a crack because James is holding the spot. I'm just so lost. So lost. I'm lost for words, to be honest. Um, I don't even know who you'd bring in on the wing. Probably Dan Laurie. Same thing with Simkin and Talon. Because Simkin's supposed to be let go as well. Yep. But, I mean, I understand that Talon's only 18, but still, I would have had him. I, I just... I, with that be coming back as well, Talon would have only had to play 15 minutes, maybe 20 max. So, I would have, I would have had Talon in there. Just the I don't, I, I really don't understand. I don't understand why we let Joel Fahengawi go if Alex Seyfarth was going to be the one to take his minutes. And again, I'm not saying Seyfarth is a, a bad player. I'm saying he's not going to be retained. So why on earth have we let go of someone with a three-year deal to play someone who's not going to be there next year? You'd have to think it's got something to do with salary cap. Release him in the off-season then. When you've got I, someone I to bring in. Don't do this. Oh, like we did. What on earth did we free salary cap space up for? We haven't. We could have gotten Sexton. Didn't get him. You know, we could have got Amon if we wanted to. We could have made a push for someone to go and get someone. But no, we sit back, do nothing. And now, unfortunately, for the two blokes in the halves, they've got a lot of pressure on them because they play next to Happy Chorus here and one of the young superstars, Dream Buller. They've got a lot of pressure on them to perform. And they don't want to win back-to-back spoons. But unfortunately, they're not supposed to be there to be starting halves. Dewey and Brooks were the starting halves. And then Laurie was always a backup six. Now, Wakeham's come in. You know, he was playing great at six, so he kept his spot, but he's not a seven. And now we've got Will Smith coming in, who has played one game of first grade all year in a team that got smashed. So the team's got absolutely no direction, and it comes down to the people at the top who have no clue what they're doing with their recruitment. Now, whether they're doing this full roster overhaul so they can get more people, I would have rather seen Cameroon come in and play. Honestly, if you... Why... Are we so bent on this youth movement if we're just going to play Will Smith and Brandon Wakeham? Who, it came out, Brandon Wakeham's not even going to get retained. Why are we playing all these people if they're just not going to play, if they're not there next year? Why is Talao still playing when he's literally been announced by Manly to go there next year? Why is he still playing? Put Folletti up or something, I don't care. Just put someone else in. Just do all my head in. I'm with you, mate. I'm with you. 100% 100% agree with you. Just doing my head in. Why are we developing players for other clubs? Why do we keep doing this? Anyway, doesn't matter. We're gonna, Knights 13 plus anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm going Knights 1 to 12. I reckon you guys will show show a decent amount of fight, especially with the feedback. Mate, the best fight they showed was last week and they lost by 24 points. It's just a joke. It's not even the players' fault because they're all being played out of position... 
We have our full edges sorted, and then we go... In that Gold Coast game, I assure you, if Bateman started on the edge, we would have won that game. I assure you, with everything. If Bateman had a starter that game, we would have won that game. But no, we had to do this full experiment because we thought Frizzell, who is now re-signed with the Knights, was coming. So they moved Bateman in the middle to try and free, free our Bloor. I knew exactly what they are doing. And then as soon as Frizzell's manager informs them that he's going to re-sign with the Knights, oh, Bateman's back on the edge. It's an absolute joke. It's a joke. I can't disagree with that, mate. I think you've summed it up pretty perfectly. Just none of them are playing a position. Wakeham's not a seven. Will Smith isn't a six. It's not hard. Kepa is not a winger. Talao's going to Manly. Why? 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 I just... Say fast getting let go. I'm so lost. I'm so lost. I'm so lost. Yeah, the more you explain it, the more I'm starting to understand why Tigers fans are... Like, I had a general idea, but... Looking at this team, when you, when they first named it, I was like, all right, there's a few a few iffy calls, but now now that you're like laying it out, like these guys are gone, this guy's out of position. Why I'm just so bad. Like we're not. De- what are we develop? What are we developing? What are we developing? Nothing. What are we developing? No idea. Nothing. We're developing nothing. That's why we're developing. Developing just another wooden spoon. And again, it's not the players' fault because they're not... Because, you know, Talao had a great game last week. I'm not going to sit here and discredit him. But then, how does that make you look when, you know, for his standards, he's been underwhelming all year, even got dropped back to reserve grade, comes back, plays a sick game right after he's announced the sign for Manly. That's because he wants to prove to Manly that he can start in first grade next year. That's exactly why he's playing well. He wants to start in his spot. That's exactly why, and it's just this. It's just so pointless, so pointless, <sighs> so pointless, bro. Anyway, we'll get on to the second game: um, Bulldogs versus Broncos back at Belmore. Um, for the doggies, Jake Avarillo keeps his fullback spot, so Perrin's got another stint in reserve grade. Uh, Blake Wilson. Has managed to keep his spot as well after I think he scored a hat trick, didn't he? Yeah. Um, that pushes Jacob Kiraz to the center. Now, he did say in the off season that he did want to get closer to the action, potentially center or fullback, and they've done that for him now. But but has he warranted that? He did at the start of the year, but since coming back from that, I think it was an MCO injury. I don't think he's been that good. I think it's more of a case of Blake Wilson's just been too good to drop. Possibly. But now, so. <sighs> Oh, I'm getting so frustrated with the team list this weekend. So now what? Is Ado Car playing on the right? Or is Wilson going to play on the nah, right? Nah, Wilson will play on the right. So why? <laughs> like, watch this week. When he comes out, right? When he comes out and, you know, puts so, up a poor performance. Kira will move to left centre then, no? The other side of the field. <sighs> yeah. So is this, this what they're wanting my team? So is this what they're wanting to do next year? Well, yeah. Cherry's a right side center, isn't he? Yep. I don't know, bro. So they're setting know. up for that. I don't like. I don't get it. Well, Kai Ward was their best player last week, apart from like Burton and Wilson. Yeah, and he's gone. Yeah, gone. 
Why? To play Braden Byrne. Why? Because then, if you play Kai Ward, you can leave him on the left, and you can play Karaz on the right where he's natural. Just push him in one slot. Mm-hmm. Um, Fatala Mariner is also the starting prop. I don't think he was last week. Wow. That's uh, a small... He's a small prop. Yeah, I know. 100%. Um... What else is it? Uh, Waddell starts at lock. Oh, of course, because Ryan Sutton was the um yeah uh, got a neck injury. Yeah. Um, no, he just took a dive, mate. Just took a dive. <laughs> Sent to hospital. Took a dive. You be careful with your words, fellas. What if he like? What if he? What if you know he came back paraplegic, couldn't walk again, but he just took a dive. Like anyway. I think I'm just sick of this sport now. I think it's been ruined for me. Why is that? Just because of your team? More than my team. There's just... The way it's run. Like, the state of the game at the moment. It's just... It's just horrendous. Like, I... I... It has been for years. I watched that Tiger... Now, obviously, I'm a Tigers fan. But this isn't any bias. I watched that Tigers game on the weekend against the Sharks. There was two penalties for high tackles in the first half on the Tigers. One was on Stefano Tikamanu, where he hit the bloke's shoulder and his arm slid up. That's not a high tackle. There's nothing he can do about that. The second one was on David Clemmer, who hit Teague Wilton's shoulder, but because it looked like a coat hanger, he got penalised. And you go and watch the replay, and he gets nowhere near his head. Both are penalties. But then, we see in, you know, the Canberra game, or the Warriors game, there's high shots everywhere, and there's no penalties. So, why is there absolutely zero consistency in this game? There's no consistency among the referees. There's no consistency among the players or the bunker. There's no consistency among Volandis or Annesley. No one knows what's going on. No one knows what's going on. Do we know what's going on with the CBA or do we just know the players aren't talking to the media? I don't know anything. I know nothing about what's going on. And like Ricky Stewart said, 95% of the players don't know what's going on. Like we... and. Look, this is not the player's fault because obviously it's their contract they're standing for. If you have a workplace dispute, obviously you're going to go to battle for it. You're going to protest. That's why we got unions, right? But, sure, like us fans, we just want to be feel the involvement with the game, right? We have absolutely no say on anything in this game. No say. People pay hard-earned money for memberships every single week, every single year for 10 plus, 20 plus years. And have absolutely no input on the game. Nothing. Nothing at all. Like, it's such an amateur sport. Now we're going to Las Vegas. For what? Yeah, I know. So now we're paying... money on developing the game. So now we're paying... We're paying millions of dollars to go to Las Vegas. When apparently there's no... There's not enough money to fork out to fix Leichhardt up. I could tell you 110%, 1000%, every rugby league fan would rather go watch a game at Leichhardt Oval than Las Vegas. And if they tell you that they'd rather go to Las Vegas, it's just because they want to hit the casinos. I can assure you that. The way the game is run is an absolute joke. Volandis, during this whole 
player's saga has gone into hiding, so we know Ab- we know nothing. Abdo just has to front up as the bad cop every single week. So what is going on? What is going on? Because we got Chris, we got Christian Welch saying, you know, oh, it's because of this, it's because of this. But no one's explaining what's going on because everyone thinks it's a pay dispute. And then we got one, we got the media saying it's a pay dispute just because why? Why would the media be saying that? Oh, because the players aren't talking to them. And then we got the players saying no, it's because of whatever you were saying the other day about the first tier nations or they want yeah. everyone to be paid the same for international games and. So what what is really going on? And this is the problem we have with the NRL media is the fact that we've got journalists coming out and laughing at teams like the Tigers, laughing at teams like the Bulldogs, pushing negative agendas, which does nothing but just disintegrate the entire game and all the fun in it. Do you think I have fun watching my team get smashed every week, let alone having to listen to these blokes push their agendas and, and crack jokes every single week? It's not fun. Why would I enjoy a game where everyone who covers it just laughs at your team? Why would I enjoy that? Why would I enjoy that? For the four weeks where the Tigers were playing great football, everyone was on the bandwagon. Can they turn their season around? As soon as they fall off, it's straight back to it. It was a fake four weeks where they actually gave the Tigers credit for something doing something well. But as soon as that's gone, because they lose their captain to a broken jaw, their starting number seven who is now the signing of the year for 2024, but has been bashed for the last 11 years. They lose him for a hamstring injury. You know, they lose Stefano to origin. They move, They they lose uh, Brent Naden. They lose David Nofaluma, Charlie Staines, Adam Dewey for the season, the starting 5'8". You know, they've, they have so many injuries, yet we'd never hear about it. They're just such a crap club. You know, and this is probably coming from a biased side, but there is just no consistency. All the top teams get the rub of the green, and that is so obvious, and has been so obvious for so many years. So obvious. And the game is just a joke. It's just a joke. There's no fun in Origin anymore, just because it's an absolute complete media G-up. That's all it is. It's complete advertising, gambling, how much money can we make out of it G-up. I, like... What was, what was the series? What was the series Tedesco scored the series winning try? Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Yeah. That's the last time I enjoyed an Origin series. New South Wales are flogging people fifty nil. I had no fun because like, what's the fun? What's where's the fun in that? There's no there's no intensity. Nothing. Yeah. It's each series each year has been so lopsided. Like, there's just the game's just not fun. The game is not fun at all anymore. Um, I think, I think it still can be. It's just all these things that the NRL are getting wrong just make it. It just ruins it. They get, but like, think about this. Think about how many simple calls the bunker gets wrong. Yeah, I know. Katoa scores in the corner. Did it make a difference to the result? No. Did the Tigers deserve to lose? Yes. I don't care about that. Okay. He didn't even have the ball. It was a double movement to get over the line. There was no grounding and held up and a knock-on. There was four infringements in that play and they just confirmed the try. If he was wearing a Tigers jersey, would that have been a try? No way. We clearly saw that when they looked at Talao's try for five minutes trying to find a way to overrule it. 
Then we go to the Dragons against the Raiders, where, you know, he probably did, but Matt Frawley passes the ball back, right? Hudson Young knocks it over, whatever, right? But the bunker spent minutes on that, trying to find a way to give Canberra the ball back. Like, and then, but then, you know, the Sharks go over with Katoa in the, with the first try of the game. Boom, try, straight away, confirmed. Within seconds, it's confirmed. Like, I just don't... And, and we have Adnersley coming out in the referees panel, you know, last year, when this whole Tigers-Cowboys saga went down, when the when the soft whistle happened, so the Cowboys can challenge the soft whistle. You know that? That no one's ever spoken about? That rule? Doesn't exist, right? So the NRS has completely lied to make that up. And then, that what they've done is... Someone asked Annesley, do the top teams get the rub of the green? Do you know what his answer was? Of course they do. They play better. Why wasn't this highlighted more? That's just... That's just so clear. That's just biased to the teams that are winning. Is it not? Is that not clear as day? Just, we're going to give all the top teams the calls. Why? Oh, because they play better. When you play better, you're going to get more calls. How on earth does that work? So, if Clemmer goes and hits Teague Wilton smack across the face, it's a penalty. But if Teague Wilton hits Clemmer smack across the face, it's just play on. Like, why? Why do you get that privilege? And then we see it, you know, we see it with the Titans-Dolphins game. Yes, were the Titans offside? 100% they were. 100% they were, right? This year, the Dolphins, are they considered a top team? No. No? They got Wayne Bennett though, right? So they got someone to please. And by the way, they're the newest team in the comp. They're, this is a debut season. If you look at Tanner Boyd's field goal, of course it was lucky. It took a deflection, whatever. Look how offside the Dolphins are. Mate, every field goal. Every field goal, offside. every team is offside. But because there is this one play where the referee wants to be a hero, they blow a penalty. Was it the right call? 100%. But that means there's no consistency if people are blowing up about the right call being made. And that's what that's what everyone... What, it's, it's not necessarily just getting calls wrong. It's the consistency behind it. And then, watching these field goals, I'm seeing blokes dive at legs. I'm seeing blokes connect with legs on field goals. Right? Mm-hmm. Just because the player doesn't go over like they've got a broken leg like Fogarty did, it's not a penalty. But because Fogarty goes down holding his leg, bloody carrying on... It's a penalty in Canberra. Canberra take another two points off the top. And again, is it coming from a biased place? Probably. But it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I agree with you. And there's no, there's just no consistency in this game at all. Anyway, I don't know how we've gone on this tangent, but... I feel, I feel like the referees... There's just nothing. I feel like there's that many rule changes and little niggly things that they've got to keep an eye on that none of them... They're just... They're like, oh yeah, that's a rule. I know, Let's and that's the, that's the stupid and thing about these new rules. And sometimes they just don't because, remember. Because every rule is an interpretation. Yep. It, offside is so black and white, right? You're either back 10 metres, you're either back with the ref or you're not, right? So if you're back with the ref, it's not offside. That's fine. Right? There's, there's a black and white rule right there. Mm-hmm. A knock-on. If you knock the ball forward, it's a knock-on. Is the knock-on black and white? No. Because 
I can be going in to make a tackle, and this bloke tries to throw a last-minute no-look pass, and my arm's swinging in to make a tackle. If it hits my arm and goes forward, it's a knock-on from me. Mm-hmm. I'm not playing at the ball. I'm playing at the man. And the, and the rule now where <coughs> if you're making a tackle and you hit the ball out, you're automatically... half the time it's a knock-on from you. I know. How is that a knock-on? That's a loose carry. If I'm applying enough pressure and I'm playing at the man, if I'm playing enough pressure, he loses the ball, that's a knock-on from the opposition team. That is not me. If I'm making a tackle, how am I knocking the ball on? Mm -hmm. So, are you telling me every single hit-up, everyone's playing at the ball? They're playing at the man. If they were playing at the ball, we'd have a try every single minute. Going end-to-end. Every single time. How does it make any sense? When they call obstruction, right? When they call obstruction, it's pretty black and white. But we, do you know what we have to get rid of? This thing, we don't think he would have got there. Yeah. No. It's either he was obstructed or he wasn't. If he's run off the ball, he's obstructed. Just because he wouldn't get there, he didn't have an opportunity to get there. Anything could have happened. The bloke could have tripped over and he could have made the tackle. Like, you don't know what would have happened if that bloke wasn't obstructed. Could have got an ankle tap, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's just no... There's nothing. There's nothing... Nothing in this game is serious. This game any, is so unserious. Any any ruling where you hear, in our opinion... In our opinion... It should not be. That's not a rule. If I say... It, okay. So, if someone goes... Alright, let's... Let's let's use a real life example. Dylan Brown. Dylan Brown gets charged with sexual touching. What if he went into court, right? And the judge goes, in my opinion, he didn't grab the breast with force. So we're gonna let him off. What is that? What is that? It's it's that's why you need that's why they go to court with clear-cut evidence. Of course, the judge has to make a decision. But he makes a decision of a criteria. These boys don't have a criteria. They just go, in my opinion, that's a knock-on. In my opinion, that's obstruction. In my opinion, that's a loose carry. They don't even want to know what they're talking about. They don't even know what they're talking about. And just another thing. How many, how many forward passes do you see teams get away with now? Oh, I'll tell you what. Almost won a set. Want a set? Yeah. This my favorite one is when it's a two on one, and they can just throw the ball five meters forward. And it doesn't matter because the fullback's not going to get there. In my opinion, doesn't matter. It's so stupid. I think they need to bring two refs back. I think they need to just scrap the bunker, get rid of the whole bunker, and make touches actually do their job. What happened the other day? Canberra versus St George. McKelly Revolawa throws a three meter forward pass. <laughs> Three, like, that's not even an exaggeration. The pass was that far forward. But the touchy's 15 metres behind the play. Mm-hmm. So no one can rule it. And by the way, that wasn't the last man defending. There were still four players there. The touchy's 15 metres behind the play. So how on earth can we rule on four passes? Imagine the referee stood 15 metres behind the play. Every play. It'd just be insane. It'd be chaos. They have no idea what's going on. That it's the NRL officiating system is just so flawed, so flawed, and I feel bad for the referees because they are given no clear, 
Because what happens is, right, the NRL doesn't take accountability for anything. They never have and they never will. The NRL doesn't take accountability for everything. Graham Annesley sits up on that panel, right? If someone makes a wrong call, that that's not Annesley's fault. That's the referee's fault. What happens next week? The referee is dropped. But if they make the right call, in our opinion, that is the right call. He's happy to explain it. He's happy to gas himself up because they got the call right, in his opinion. And how do you reckon the Cobbs feel? When well, he, how do you when think he that just sits up there and goes, "Yeah, we got the call." It right. means no- that's it. How do you think got the call clubs? Right. How do you Nothing's think bottom changed. bottom clubs feel when they're desperate for two points and some crappy call goes against them, and the NRL sits up there and says, "Yeah, probably got that one wrong." That could cost the team final spot. Yeah, that could get a team the wooden spoon, which causes them to lose their star player, which causes them to have to reset their entire team and go through the entire cycle again. Like, you don't know what the ramifications of that one missed call or that one incorrect call could make. Mm-hmm. Like, let's take it back. Cowboys versus Tigers. The soft whistle. Yeah, we got that one. What? But, but they just completely made it up. It's not even an example. They just completely made up that they got the call right. Yeah. But there's been so many, like, so many. I can only think of Tigers, right? Because I take them truly to heart. Like, but there has been so many with what teams. About, what about Tigers Cowboys last year? That's what I'm talking about now. Mm. But they challenged on the. What did they challenge? They challenged a soft whistle. What, they, did, they, they, you, what you is know, that? You know what they challenged? Because there was no call. You know what they challenged? Full time. Full time. They ch- <laughs> you can't challenge full time. <laughs> Why do teams just challenge full-time every single week? No, nah, that's not full-time. I'm challenging that. That's not full-time. That's not bloody full-time. we still got 10 minutes to go. What? What the nuts? This is a joke. I hate, the, I hate the way this stupid thing's set up. Why? That's why I'm not watching Origin. Why would I watch Origin when we've got select... What? I go for Queensland now because at least their coach will sit up in front of the media and say, you know what, I pick Hammer over Gagai because it works better for the team. Simple answer. But then we got Freddie and Brandy who come up, No! I pick Brad because he's the best player! Alright? Don't talk to me like that! <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm with you completely. I'm with you completely. We have to get back to teamless now. Yeah, we're only on like the second game, aren't we? <laughs> second game, mate. At least it gave us something to talk about. <sighs> something to talk about. I'm just so frustrated with just the way everything is just called differently every single game. Look, here's a great example. When Nathan Cleary is hit after kicking, not even late, he's still kicking the ball. And he's hit. And he lands on his back, and it was a penalty because Nathan Cleary landed vulnerably. Vulnerably. A a penalty because he landed vulnerably. But I can't even say the word. He landed in a vulnerable position. That was the penalty. How is that? There's never ever been a penalty in the history of the NRL for. It's just because it was Nathan Cleary, a golden child. And let's be real Nathan Cleary, a great player. But there's definitely something. Uh, the referee's always looking out for it. Like, I'm not going to question the integrity of the game because in NBA it happens as well. They're superstar calls. 
the star players get more free throws. The star players get more whistles. <laughs> How is that allowed? How is that allowed? Is that the and, the, and it's genuine? It's a thing that they actually talk about. They and the NBA talk- just sits there like, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Well, no, that's Giannis. Of course, he's gonna get that free. Th- oh no, 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 but but Mike Smith, he that's not a foul for Mike Smith. That's only a foul for Steph Curry and Giannis, LeBron, right? That's corrupt. That is corrupt. This is, it's the world we live in today, mate. Huh? It's the world we live in today, mate. That's just what... Oh, it's so goofy, bro. If you sell more jerseys than this other... If you sell more jerseys than this other person, if you're paid more than this other person, you're going to get more benefits during the game, man. Simple as that. Simple as that. Not even talking NRL in... I'm talking sport in general. If you are more of a household name, you're going to get more calls. You're going to get more to go for. If you're a better team, just like Graham Annesley said, if you play better, you're going to get more calls. Because you play better. Must must be a penalty. Yep. Anyway. Anyway. On to the Broncos at Belmore. We went through the Bulldogs, for those of you who remember. But, yeah, that was uh, about half an hour ago. <laughs> Tristan Sailors at fullback. Obviously, Reese Walsh suspended. Um, Patton Haas still out. So, Corey Jensen and Palacia start as the props. Kurt Capel, I believe, is back. Unless he was back... Before I don't believe he was. Uh, Piakura starts where Ricky is injured. Uh, Kobe Hetherington starts at lock because Pat Carrigan's been named in the reserves. Don't think he'll back up after Origin, if I'm honest, against the Doggies. Nah, I think the Broncos better off just resting him. And um, Broncos are going with the Ricky Stewart tactic. Tyson Smoothie on the bench, and so is Jesse Arthur's. Okay, I don't mind it. I think Jesse Arthur's got a big enough body to actually play over the second row. He's got a bit of muscle on him, that bloke. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, go I'll tip. Or, oh, actually, go, you know go. what? You know what? Is, is this how Kate Wells named? Yep. I think we could see some stag second row. And Arthur's going to the centre. It's, it's been talked about on Twitter as well. It's a shout. Um, go through our tipping from last week. Uh, you've tipped perfect, round. Yep. Including uh, 1 to 12, and that? Uh, no, the only one you got wrong was Canberra 13 plus. Oh, okay. And... Yeah, that was it. That was the only one you got wrong. Fair enough. Um, tips for this game, I'm going to go Broncos, 13+. plus. Do we even make... Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Broncos, 13+. Plus. So, on to the next one. Manly Seagulls versus the North Queensland Cowboys. Now, we will be going to this game. Pretty excited for it at... Um, Brookvale Oval, what's called Four Pines Park, but I still refuse to call it that. Never called it Lotto <laughs> Land either, so we'll move on. Um, Cherry Evans and Jake Trebojevic apparently are going to be monitored after Origin 3, like um, everyone should have expected. Um, Josh Allier could start, apparently. Uh, Dean Madison named on the bench in place of Ben Trebojevic, who suffered a hamstring strain. Don't remember that. Uh, training. Oh, okay. So, he's torn his hammy twice this year, and now he's suffered a hamstring strain. That's, mate. What is it with the... Yeah, that's not good. Really not good. Could be out for two to four weeks, something like that. And I'm actually hurting because of that, because he was... He was playing great footy. Yeah, game on, changed that whole game. I think he won us the game, to be honest. Yeah, he did, definitely did. Um, 
You want to go into the Cowboys or you want me to go through it? Um, oh, whatever. Uh, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll go through it. Uh, okay. For the Cowboys, we'll be at this game as well. <clears throat> so, Drinkwater is named. He's in the Blues squad, but obviously on the extended bench. Um... Val Holmes is also named to back up. Talungi is named to back up. Uh, Reese Robson named to back up. Nanai named to back up. Connor named to back up. Tamalolo has been slid to the interchange, which I'm not too sure about. Um, still very interesting. Kyle Felt is the 80th man. This is the first time the Cowboys haven't named their origin players in the reserves. Because um, obviously they normally name them in the 23, 24. Yep. Kind of numbers. Uh, this is the first time they named them all to back up. So they've obviously got a big enough turnaround where they're comfortable in doing that. And I think their game uh, tonight will be pretty easy for them anyway. Uh, they're not going to face much competition against New South Wales. So uh, I think they'll be right to back up. I'm actually going to go more of a more of a manifestation here for you, brother. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for Mighty Seagulls here. Uh, Only a manly one. Get it one to twelve. Yep, I agree with you. Uh, also, Cotter's name to start, and Jason Tamalolo is on the bench. Yeah, that's my fault. I did say Tamalolo was on the interchange. Ah, oh, there you go. Fire out. So both going manly. Yeah, I'm gonna put it. In, I'm gonna put it in the air. Oh, because that Brookie crowd was was awesome once you guys started getting up. Yeah, I know. And it, it's usually better at night games. So hopefully, hopefully they yeah. get up for this one. And trust me, manly fans remember what happened at this game last year. Oh yeah, and it was at this Brookie gate at five thirty around the same time of the yeah, year. Yeah, okay. Well. Yeah, I'll be I'll be here for that. Then. I'll be here for that. Uh, let's move on to the next game. Have you guys noticed I've pepped up a little bit since I left let off a bit of steam? <laughs> uh, okay, so we have got the Roosters versus the Storm at SCG for some reason. Um, Billy Probably Smith, women's World Cup. Oh yeah, definitely is. Uh, Billy Smith is back in. Uh, Swali'i is also back in. Uh, after they both suffered concussions at training, wasn't it? Yeah, they had... That, they knocked each th- other Those out. two had a head clash, yeah. Yeah, crazy. Um, Radley again named to start in the back row. Uh, Nathan Brown keeps his spot at lock. Did think he was actually quite good against Manly. Obviously, Brandon Smith is back in after a uh, week in... Is he starting or is he on the bench? No, he's on the bench. Yeah. Uh, coming on at 14. So I'm Do glad... they have another utility? No. Okay. So he's... I'm hoping he comes on in the middle. Well, we'll see, because Turpin's been playing big minutes, so we'll we'll see. Uh, Egan Butcher is back in as well, uh, which forces Terrell May to drop out. So, C1 Wong keeps his spot. Thought he, he was he, actually really good yeah, against Manly. Yeah, some good runs. Limit, limited minutes, but was good. I'm surprised Egan's not starting at second row for Radley. I'm happy. I'm really happy with that, because that means they're going to use Egan Butcher in the middle. You think maybe they're just... Well, yeah, I believe that's his best position, but yeah. I'm not sure about Radley at second row. That's my only thing. Well, my thing is... I think because they don't have the opportunity to use a utility here, maybe Brandon Smith comes on at nine for Nathan Brown. Nathan Brown comes on. Turpin, like a double change kind of thing. Then Radley will drop back to lock. See why Wong will shift into the second yeah, row. Yeah, likely. Or, or Butcher will shift in the second row or something likely. like that. You're, do you think maybe they're trying to get Radley out of the middle for a little bit? Yeah. They are trying to oh, instead of just yeah. I think it's I think it's very trying to rip very and tear tactical. blokes in the middle every time. Yeah. No, I'm I do 100 percent agree with you. Um, for Melbourne, Nick Meany 
been a stud this year. Um, there's not really any any movement for Melbourne. Cam Munster's named to back up. Uh, Coates is named to back up. Harry Grant's named to back up. Uh, well, uh, Nelson's starting in the second row again. Nelson versus Radley. Yes. <laughs> Nelson versus Radley on the edge is something I'll definitely be tuning into. <laughs> I think they're going to try to kill each other. Um, I think Tyrone Wishart on the bench is different to the last time Melbourne played. I did think he... But they've got him and Garlic on the bench together Ooh, now. Okay. So, yeah, I think... So who's out? I think Sims? someone... I think someone's... No, 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 Sims is here. Sims is on the bench as well. Who was dropped out then? Not sh- I'm really not sure. I'm really not sure. It's actually quite confusing. Um, I mean, I can go back to... Tui. Round um, 18. Is it McDonald? I think McDonald was there. Uh, did not... Yeah, round 18. Let me just double check for you. Yeah, McDonald was on the bench. Didn't yeah. play. Wish I came in, I think, at the last minute. So. Fair enough. I'm going to tip Melbourne here. Uh, the Roosters put up a good fight against Manly, but I think we can all admit that Melbourne have been much better than Manly this year. I'm actually going to go Melbourne 1-12 to just because of the SJJ. I'm going to go Roosters 1-12. to Hey, so first upset. Yep. First um, upset. I love how they've set this, this team up. I do um, think it looks better, but I still... I think they're waiting for Walker to come back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I... He's due to be back this round. Yeah. However, um, he's supposed to play cup last week with Brandon Smith. I uh, didn't get through training well. Ooh. So okay. he, he bit, wasn't injured. It's just, a bit concerning. Just, didn't, yeah. just a bit concerning. Just yeah. I don't think I just think he wasn't confident enough okay. on his knee to fair go back play. yet. So it might be back next week. Not sure. We'll check the check the cup. Yeah, fair play. Um, teams later. So yeah. Uh, also, Connor Watson's due back next round as well. Oh, that'd be interesting to see how they play that. I agree. That's what I think. That's when Brandon Smith becomes the middle. To be honest, Watson fourteen then. Yep, Watson fourteen. Yeah, don't mind it. All right, you want to take us through the Sharks? New Zealand Warriors versus Cronulla Sharks. Now a dollar ninety-seven for the Warriors, a dollar eighty-seven for the Sharks. So this one will be a close, close match. Um, Look at the Warriors. Luke Metcalf keeps his sixth spot. Obviously, he's our player of the week last week. Mm, he was outstanding. He was outstanding. And tomorrow, Martin, I'm not, I'm not sure what's happening with him. I'm a bit and concerned, I, though, to be honest. Like, the fact that he... What did he have? He's supposed to be back around 16, broke his leg. Fibula. Yeah. Fibula it was, yeah. So... No, he... Yeah, it's a little bit concerning for me, to be honest. Um, I don't think he's returned to Cup. Ooh. So, I'm not sure what's... I, I, the way they're... Okay, so... I would have Matt Carver. This is going to sound like the simplest thing, right? Marcelo Montoya's try last week. Marcelo Montoya's try. Uh, let me double-check what minute it was in. It was... Got two, so... The 30th minute. I think yep. it was the second one. Because the first one, I think he just barged over a load of players. Second one, he went over untouched. Just the way... It was so such a simple catch-and-pass try. But the way that the Warriors' attack is structured, like, everyone's in perfect position. So... I remember Egan gives it out of dummy half to Johnson, who takes it to the line, engages one or two defenders. AFB's crashing through a, through as a decoy. Johnson goes out the back to Walker. Walker goes again to Metcalf. Now Met and uh, Metcalf engages a line. Um, who's the other line runner there? Ford. Ford runs the line, takes another two out of the play basically. Then uh, Metcalf skips around that that side. Madison comes out to him. 
he just hits, hits it off to Pompey. And then Lumi Lumi is basically left isolated. Yep. Uh, oh, it's just such a beautiful... If, if I go... Oh, I'll pull it up. Because, like, the way they just ran it was outstanding. And I, I was... You know, you know, you normally get amazed by those really, really intricate tries. But, oh, bro, the way they, they just played... I think the Warriors are... Honestly, I think they will give a lot of teams trouble in the finals, whoever they're matched up against. Agreed. I really think they'll give a lot of teams trouble. At, just, their, be- at their best, they're... But, mate, they don't even... Look, they've had two off games this year, all right? The game against South a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And the game against the Broncos in the start of origin period. Yep. I think those have been their two most off games this year. And, like, the other team's been superior and they've lost by, like, 20. We know if the Warriors have been off in years have passed, they've been, like, embarrassed. Embarrassed. I just think they are playing great footy at the moment. Really, really good footy at the moment. Uh, yeah, they, they're they impressing me a lot at the moment. I'm just going to pull up that try. I'll turn my audio off my phone. I just want to show you. Um, if you want to quickly get through the Sharks team, I think... Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, so for the rest of the Warriors, Dylan Walker is uh, named on the bench. However, he did get an arm injury uh, last week. Uh, so he's he's the 50-50. Josh Curran returns. That pushes Mitch Barnett back to the front row. Bunty Afoa is out. Doesn't say why. Doesn't say whether he's been dropped, injured, uh, he's whatever. He's injured. He's injured, I think. He's injured? Yeah. Cool. Uh, Sharks, um, it's an unchanged 17. Dalfinukin will be back next week. McInnes looks set to start again. Honestly, I think they look better with McInnes at lock. I'd almost bring. Finucan yeah, it's a bit off more expensive. A bit I'd, more expensive. I'd almost bring Finucan off the bench. Braley as well is looking brilliant. Um, that's it for the Sharks. Um, matches in Auckland. So, mm. what is their home ground now? Do they just play? It's all Mount Smart, but they're taking it all around New Zealand because of all the the COVID stuff. Yeah, I go. All right, let me show you this try. I think this is where it is here. Oh, no. No, it must have been Marcelo Montoya's first try. Because he was definitely the one that scored it. So let me find his first try. I think it's going to be similar to 2021, Manly, if I'm honest. They had that that play that you were describing down pat. Yeah, just just come slide over and watch it. I've got it up here, if it loads. Let's take a look at this. Yeah, my phone's not working. Just go to the highlights. Nah, but I just want to see the full play, but now my phone's not going to work. You'll see the play on the highlights, won't you? Oh, like, you won't see the replays. <sighs> Forget it, bro, honestly. Oh, well, you can show me later, bro. Show me later. Um, Mate, it was all just working, seriously, and now it doesn't work. <laughs> Always the way. What time was it at? Hang on. What was the exact time of it? Alright, let me just refresh Kato. I just love when nothing works. Alright, here we go. Let's try it one more time. An hour and nine minutes. Here we go. I've got it. Take it back a little bit more. Alright, watch this. So... I think it was the last tackle, actually. Oh, no, it was... It was look at this. So, Egan goes oh, to Johnson. Move your hand. Move your hand. Okay, my bad. My bad. So, look, they got three decoy runners. So, Egan... It's basically a 25-minute try. It's after this button hit up. 
Far so, out by now. Look good back on the second yeah. row. So Egan goes to Johnson. Johnson takes it to line. So Harris runs the decoy. AFB runs the decoy. Like, bro, it's so simple. But everyone just run. Everyone just does what they have to do to perfection. Like, yeah. and when you watch the replay... Like, it doesn't even look crisp or no, anything. It, it, it just gets looks the like job a, done. It just looks like a normal try. But there's they all have to be in such perfect position to run that. Yep. And I, I just, yeah, I'm so impressed with the Warriors. They've always been able to do this. It's just on a consistent basis, and they're finally doing it. And, yeah, I will say, obviously, there's a bit of bias here. It did. It does look a lot like... Yeah, it definitely does. ...in 2021. I think a lot of other teams also look like that. It's just, I'm not remembering. Obviously, I remember Manly better than yeah. any other team. No, I definitely so think I can just it looks pick like pick out Manly. straight away. That's a classic Garrick try in 2021. Yeah. Except, except Turbo is the Metcalf. Yeah. In that play. Yeah, end. of yeah. course. But yeah, classic. Pa- Parker usually... See, well, the difference there in 2021 is a lot of the time, Schuster got the ball and Parker was running the decoy. Yeah. And Schuster would go yeah. out the back to Tom or Forum would go out the back to Tom, either one. Mm. And the other just did the other's job and then Turbo would throw a long ball to Garrick. Yeah. So, little change, but uh, yeah. Uh, who, who are you going to tip in this one? I'm going the Warriors, 1-12. to I just think oh, they're going to be very confident off that game last week. Sharks against top eight. Ten. It's very close for me, I'm, but I think I'll go Sharks 1-12. to 12. All right. All right. Well, also, we, yeah. go on. Would Johnson be in any type of doubt? Now, that's the question. Um, I feel like but I'm guessing New Zealand. Maybe I'm, I'm guessing not. Yeah. I'm guessing like he'd only be out of the house for three hours. Or whatever. Yeah, it's hours. not like a away trip to Sydney or yeah, anything like that. I'm so. guessing he will play. Big big out if he does. If he find if we find out he's not playing, I'm gonna tip the Sharks, obviously. Yeah. Um, okay, moving on to the second last game of the round, which is the Dolphins taking on the Panthers. Uh for the Dolphins, they've stuck with Hammerso at center. Now I think this is probably because he's backing up. I would hope they're trying to rest him maybe well, a little bit. In that Broncos game, is it center as well? Yeah, but wasn't that off the back of Origin? Was it? Let me just double check. Let me just double check. Um, I, think it was. I think it was around 18. Yeah. No, you're right. So, I don't care. Look, That's Wayne, weird. Wayne Bennett is 100 million times smarter than me at rugby league. But Hammer has been arguably... A top three fullback this year, and we gotta re- we gotta remember the, the the players he's playing around in that I Queensland team, and he's absolutely dominating as a fullback for do- even even in their horrible games, he's still got two tries. Yeah, I'm really, and I think Cody, I nothing. think Cody Nickarim has been really good this year. So maybe it's a case that they just don't want to leave him out. But I think, yeah, I think it's a case of just putting your best seventeen guys out there. But yeah, I just don't really get it. To I know. Be and, look, and the fact that you've got Anthony Milford on the bench when that could easily be Nikarima coming yeah. into that role. Yeah. No, I'm not really sure. The whole thing it. they've got going is because Nikarima and Milford have looked a lot better than what they were probably expecting them to while O'Sullivan was out. Yeah. A lot of the time they're bringing Milford on and either Katoa or Sullivan's moving to nine. Yeah, that's Milford's what I mean. It's just it tripping just me out. Like, wouldn't you rather Nikarima, the guy that's actually played nine, I would to go into yeah. that role. Yeah. Like, it just doesn't make Nicaragua's any sense He's a very versatile guy. He's, he wasn't only killing at fullback, he's killing it at six, he's killing it at nine. Yeah. 
Like, I, I would have just kept him at nine. And Hammer, I don't think you move Hammer from fullback. After how he's played all year. Yeah. We said Weird. from day one, Hammer's a center or a winger. Yeah. And he proved us wrong. And now they've, and now they've moved yeah. him to center. No, I, I don't get it. I really don't get it. And, I mean, not that I don't think it's going to sway much in this game. I just think... Neither. I just really don't buy it. Anyway, for Penrith... Um, we're just last thing. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Graham starts at nine. Thought he was really good last week. Yeah, he did. And uh, JMK is not named anywhere, so a bit harsh on done. him. Valence the fire drops out. Obviously I think JMK is done for the year. That's what I was hearing. Wayne Bennett did say that, but I think it was Mick or something that said it would just be a few weeks. Well, we'll see. But yeah, we'll, we'll see. get into it. I don't think there's any use in bringing him back. Um, if if their season's done, there's no use bringing him back. Um, okay, so also for the Dolphins, I noticed a Felice Kafusi returns in the back row, but doesn't push Lemuelu back to the bench. Um, Kenny Kenny Bromwich will start a prop again after such a great performance last week in the second row, but I do think that's a right move. So I'd, who drops out? Uh, who who drops Kerr? out? Yeah, Kerr. Josh Kerr. Yeah. Oh, right. I thought he was playing decent footy as well. He was, but I mean, this this was the such a successful team to start of the year. I mean, apart yeah. from Hammer obviously being at centre. Uh, for Penrith, not really much. All their Origin players will back up. Uh, Nathan Cleary, obviously, I say not much. Nathan Cleary is named in the jersey twenty four, seeming pretty likely that he'll play. Uh, and Sonny Luke returns this week also off the bench. Nathan Cleary big in though, especially for you Super Coach players. I went and got him straight back in this week when I heard well, that news. Just just for the captaincy option, maybe. But he's got a massive break even. I kind of want to go Moses to him next week. And I've got other trades to do this week. Just another thing. I don't understand what they're doing with Hosking. I mean... I thought he was pretty good over the course of the year. And even if they wanted to rest him, like maybe still playing in reserve grade. I wouldn't yeah. sit him out. Yeah, I don't get it. But anyway, Penrith. I'm guessing you're going to go Penrith 13 plus. Yes, yeah. yeah, I am. All right, moving on to the last game of the round, which is the Paramount Eagles taking on the Gold Coast Titans. Earlier this year, the Titans put a, put a decent number on them, uh, if you remember that. But the Eels have named Gutho to back up as well as Moses. Uh, Dejan Arcee keeps a six roll. Now, it was reported Dylan Brown may not have to be suspended I think next week anymore but he'll probably be in next week because Parramatta listed all that things all those things that they wanted him to do before he was yeah. allowed back in yeah uh, obviously RCG returns uh, and will back up uh, Sean Lane gets his starting gig back as well and off the bench not many changes Andrew Davey drops back there giving uh, allowing Bryce Cartwright to keep that edge back row spot and yeah, just such a strong bench for Para off Angiawi, Davy, Madison. I thought Moretti put has has shown some decent minutes too. So just such a Hickey Ogden drops out. Yeah, which I'm not very happy about. But what yeah, can you do? The best in the comp. It's one. Of, it's Pass definitely one of the best. Um, be. For the Titans, uh, AJ Brimson is going to back up from Origin. Uh, David Fafita is also named to back up, same as Tino Fasul Malawi, but. We know how the Titans have been with their origin players. Yep. Uh, same as Mo Fadawaka also. I've traded one of them in. Which is Fafita. Uh, Jojo Fafita stays on the bench, which I'm 
again, a bit confused by it. Like, everyone's doing it now. Ricky's started some sort of trend. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm happy Cleese Haas gets the start as well. Uh, Stimson is out. I'm not sure why. Uh, normally, if you go to, what, is it news and video, the match preview? Yeah, no, it doesn't say anything. Doesn't say anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, it does. Joe Stimson what? concussion. What? How did I miss that? Uh, so, Stimson obviously out with the concussion. I did actually remember him going off now that they say that. So, Klesse Haas keeps his spot in the second row. Look, I'm leaning para, but I don't think this is going to be a huge flogging. Titans always find a way to dig in against para, but I think I'm still going to get para 1-12. to 12. Yeah, so am I. I'm going to go para, but... Yeah, I do think that the Titans are in much better form. I mean, if you look at if you take a look at the ladder at the moment, um, the Titans are a couple of wins out of the eight. The South Sydney Rabbitohs are eighth. Yeah, I know. They've dropped a few games with the trail out. A few? <laughs> They've dropped like five. Yeah. That's more than a few. Um, the Canberra Raiders, fifth place, minus 55 for and against. Just biggest, to just to put win, that big, just biggest to win of ten. Just to put that in perspective for you, the Newcastle Knights are sitting in fourteenth with a plus twenty six for and against. <laughs> so, Ricky, you're playing some real Brexit ball right now, buddy. So, and it's not sliding anymore. All right, like I can't. Hey, have... and the jaw, the jaw stays easy. And by oh, the way, yeah. but, I think I but, did my ladder predictions not very high on them. I think I still had them fifth or something like that. But I can't but wait bouncing for the finals. Out. Whoever comes eighth is screaming with joy. <laughs> if it's Rabbitohs, I think whoever they, whoever they some... play in the top eight is going to put a number on them. You reckon? Yeah, because I think Canberra so. always fire up in the finals too. They like, nah. beat Melbourne last year. Nah, but... I reckon it'll. I, I reckon it'll stay. Scrappy team, scrappy, bro. Scrappy yep. team. Um, all right. Well, that's teamless all done for this week. Um, just a bit of super coach fires just to top us off. I've Last had to make week, how'd you go? Horrendous. Eight thirty. I got nine eighty nine. I had eight thirty because I had a few absolute stinkers in my team. Yeah. Uh, and I captain Hobgood without VCing the free V uh, the free VC loop behind. So that was like oh, you stuck with Hobgood? Yeah. Well, I thought he was gonna have a night out, and then it turned out he had sixty four. So. Well, to be fair, I did it worse. Uh, Heinz had nine, 89, I think. 91. 91. He updated to 109. I thought, yeah, okay. Sound okay. I'll, I'll just leave him in. 30. And they scored... How many points? 46. 46. I looked at that because I watched the game. Like, I looked at that and I was like, thank God. And then I saw that him and Johnson just weren't involved in anything. Yeah. And he had like, like what? Like super coach wise. They had like what? 50? 40? He, he got 61. So, I mean, it's not, not bad, worse, but, yeah. but I still lose, what's that? Hines, 80 points. Hines, yeah, yeah 80 points. At, no, 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 40 something. No. I'll explain the math to you after. What do you want me to just, because think of it, I, I still get Hines' 109 score. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, no, yeah. I getcha, yeah, I getcha. Potential 80 points lost. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, For, my, for me, I mean, I just had so many stinkers last week. Penasini, 25. Molotalo nineteen, Hopwadi twenty-four. Oh. Uh, a team that scored thirty-six is always on the wing. AFB fifty-six. Um the second row was good, sixty-four, eighty-eight, seventy. Uh Lemon Wellu to CTW also was tasty, seventy-two. 
Uh, Buller 40 as well. Didn't score all that well. Um, but I've made two trades this week, and that's bringing in Blake Braley. Uh, the Sharks have a nice little run home, I think. I've uh, still got Sony Luke. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> mad. Uh, but he has a three-round average at the moment of 78.7 with four try assists in his last four games. Yep. And I think the Sharks hopefully start to hit a bit of a run of form going into finals. So I have quite a few Sharks in my team. I really need them to. Um, and obviously I had JMK who's now out for a, a, a sum of weeks. Um, so I brought Blake Braley in who doesn't miss any games. Um, and then I've gone Nathan Cleary in, Sean Johnson out. Sean Johnson had back-to-back weeks of 17 and 73. Now 73, you're probably going, oh, that's a pretty good score. Not really when I can bring Nathan Cleary in. Yeah. Especially this week playing against the Dolphins. Yep. Um, so I just thought, assuming, especially with the, with the, yeah. And then people will probably say, you know, there's, there's a risk that he doesn't play, but there's also the risk that Johnson, Johnson doesn't, doesn't play. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I may as well just do it now, get on it now and have a free C option in there. Uh, so for me, um, went up a pretty good amount of positions last week. I think it was in the top 4%. Yep. Or something. Um, my front rows, Torhu Harris and Tarpany both getting 94. Tarpany obviously scored the try. Torhu had a try assist or two. Yep. Uh, Bateman, 70. Now, I didn't think he did all that much, but made, made a ton of tackles in the first half. Yeah. I was noticing. Nikura, 88. Oh, Matt Lodge has done a training trial deal with Manly for the rest of the year. What? Matt Lodge is on a training trial deal for the rest of the year. He won't play then. Me, he can trial. play. Of course he can play. Why aren't we naming him then? Just get him straight in. Well, it's only been reported... Aaron Wood's eight. out. It's only been reported 19 minutes ago. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Um, far out. I don't mind it. I don't mind it either. I don't I mind it either. if we sign him on past that. But uh, anyway, Jackson Ford, 77. Did well for me. Hines, obviously, 109. And some of my cheapies that I brought in, Tyro Munro, 91. And I mean, Tafari 46 isn't bad, but I'm not expecting much more from him, especially if he doesn't score a try. So yep. 46 is good. Four trades this week. I went Sean Kepi, who's fallen out of favour at Manly. I uh, went to enough. I went to Josiah Pahulu. Absolute gun coming through the ranks, but he isn't going to play for Titans this year. Yeah. And I have gone Jack DeBellin to David Fafita. I cannot sit out, I can't just watch David Fafita while I don't own him. It's just yeah. impossible. Yeah. The guy just pops off every time. I traded him out. He had like a one one sixty one break in. He had like 120 or something. And it didn't really cost anyone that much. So, rewriting a mistake there. Um, that's what I've done this week. In terms of vice-captain... Oh, I'm going to go Cleary next week as well, assuming yep. he plays. Yeah. Vice captain, I've gone Greg Marju, first game of the round. Um, got an insane base if he can grab two or three. Yeah. On an edge that the Knights seem to like going to. And on an edge that we saw last week got. Actually, no, it didn't no, it really. Oh, edge. no, no. Talakai scored two, don't worry. Oh, yeah. They did get and, touched. And um, on an edge that Bremen Best isn't going to steamroll over if he gets the ball close to the line. What do you mean? Bremen. Oh, he's going to play. Sorry. He will play. Never mind. 
But I'm still going to VC Marcy okay. regardless. Yeah. But that wasn't... And you got the straight C on Hines? You got the C on Hines? I have the C on Moses right now. Okay. Yeah, but anything over 100, I'll get Marzi. Uh, I've got the VC on Ponga. Obviously playing against the Tigers. Insane form at fullback at the moment. And I've got the C on Nico. If Cleary is named to play, gambles, possibly. Yep. Could go to him. So, for all the rest of the season, I have five trades left. I've got nine. So, I'm looking very thin, but I'm honestly just going to get rid of them. Fair right play. I'm gonna go to so Moses the Cleary next week. That's four. Hopgood to Haas when Haas is back. That's three. Um, Dude's been talking about this Hopgood to Haas trade for literally months. I've had it planned for months, mate. I was I always said straight after Origin, but obviously Haas is injured for the next two weeks, so just gonna hold Hopgood for now. Um. Then I need a bit of cash, so I'm likely going to go to Fare or Johnson. To, oh, probably not Johnson. To, probably to Fare. Oh, yeah. Do I have a boost? Oh, I still got a boost left too. Nice. Free up 200k. Um, that way I can go either Johnston or Marju to Latrell. Mm. That's one trade left. And who was my last one? I have one more trade lined up. Don't, I don't know, remember. I'm not, not sure. Can I tell you what I'm lining up at the moment? What? So, Jermaine Hopgood. Uh, I'm planning to go a bit lower, given that I've got Kaloma, Tungy, Bateman, and Nikara yep. uh, in my back row with, like, Schuster off the bench. So, if I can get someone at, like, I'm thinking... Four hundred K someone decent enough to be a bit of a filler, uh at the two RF, so if I can just take this down to about four seventy. Yep. Someone like uh Kenny Bromwich, uh who you know, is averaging fifty. Uh you know, we got heaps of people in here. We got not all that much, uh, to be honest, but, you know, that's okay. Uh, Jacob Ho, Stephen, when he comes back off the bye. What price range are you looking for? Josh Curran. I'll tell you what I'm doing. What price range? Whatever, I don't really care. Um, like 500k max. Oh, okay. But, that doesn't matter to me. I'll figure that out later, because... I would like to go... From Buller to drink water and close out the season with Gutho and drink water. Yeah, that'd be good. But I think after this week, drink water will be a million bucks. Yep, probably. I think he'll be a million bucks. That's crazy. <laughs> I th- <laughs> I think he'll be- I think it'll be a million bucks. Like, I honestly think it'll be so expensive. So I'm I'm kind of looking to offload. Like a Panasini, who's five hundred and sixty to Tyron Munro. One fifteen, he'll be a million bucks as well. What? If Hines scores one fifteen, he'll be a million bucks as well. What's Drinkwater's break even? Uh, it'll be low. I look now. Keep talking while I get it up. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to work out my team, but yeah, I really want Drinkwater, but I think if you haven't got him, 
It's probably impossible to go and get him, to be honest. Oh, he's 992k. Yep, he's going to be over a million. If he hits his break even. Which is 20. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be... Uh, so 130 gets him up 90. He's, his projected score is 130. <laughs> against me. Are we just looking at a Tommy Turbo like run? Nah. Not as highlighted? Don't think so. That's one. Mate, how that, It's 1.4 million. Yeah, okay, that was cracked. But have a look at his stats. Yeah, last three weeks. They are just nuts. Oh my god, the last five weeks he's almost put on five tons. Yeah, I know. In the last six weeks his lowest score is 95. He's got 95, 117, 104, 95, 140, 173. That is cooked. I just want to know. It's definitely better than the one he cooked up against Brisbane. Oh, is that when he got sent off? <laughs> yeah. I just want to go to... So, I want to know how Supercoach, right, are looking at this, seeing Manly, right? Yeah. He's averaging oh Manly. Oh, my day. Seven tries, 21 try assists. Yeah. In 14 appearances. Mm-hmm. He's averaging two try contributions a game. Yeah. So... Dally M. Well... We've got him like fifth now. Yeah, but I think he's gonna keep climbing. So, um, his average score against uh, Manly is fifty. His highest score is seventy-seven, and they've given him a one thirty projected. That's nuts. Okay, so by the way, apparently Stefano was told he was being rested by Brad Filler. Super coach is nuts. So he's run home. This is this is his projected for the run home. Manly one thirty. Next week, Para, 144. <laughs> Titans, 124. Broncos, 123. Sharks, 104. Dolphins, 120. Panthers, 89. And finish here at 1.1 million. According to Supercoach. And then he's going to be the most expensive player in the game next year. And yep. no one's going to buy him. No one's going to get him. Pretty much. It's nuts. I reckon everyone's going to jump on Turbo again next year. Bloody I think Buller. I think Buller's going to be very popular next year, Depends depending on what the Tigers. Yeah, well, he's at five forty right now. If he gets back down to under five hundred, he yep. will be in yeah. a lot of teams. I agree with you there. All right, man. Um, last thing. Uh, uh Tarpany is on the buy for me, so Tino just moves to front row. Tarpany goes to second row. That way. Because I've got Pele and Pahulu as my backup second rows. I mean, yeah. front rows. So I just did a little switch there. Uh, I've also got Cody Walker, Tyron Munro, Alex Johnson. Means I have to play Billy Smith. That's it. Means I have to play Monster. Cool. Beautiful. Beautiful. The most traded out player is Cody Walker. Yeah, because he's playing Origin and he's got buy. Yeah, but... So he's just not playing. People need players. Yeah. Yeah, right. Cool. Alright, let's. Happy to finish it there. Well, uh. Okay, was, yeah. so one more thing. Drink water's the fourth most traded in at 992. What K. the nuts? <laughs> and Dylan Edwards is fifth. Dylan Edwards is the fifth most traded in player. Why? Just play. Bro, Gutho's not even gonna play for New South Wales, so just pick him up. And he's coming off a 39. Lovely. Alright, All let's. Right. This was only supposed to be short, given Origins on, but no one really cares about that stupid dead rubber anyways. I won't be watching it. Um, that rant was much more entertaining. Yeah. Well, we'll catch you on uh, Sunday, lads.
Oh, we got new content. Are we going to do new content this week or what? This week? All yeah. Right, we start, start up next week. Next week? All right. So, just to introduce you a little bit, um, we got some new stuff coming. It's individual kind of thing. So, you know, we're both going to do our own 20, 15 to 20 minute, you know, kind of super pod. Whatever we want to rage about. Whatever we want to rage about, whatever we want to talk about, whatever we want to give our opinion on. It won't be on the same topic normally. Unless there's like huge news or something. Um, but stay tuned for that. We're going to try and get a little bit more, you know, content out for you guys. So we're not just two pods a week. A couple of Instagram posts. We want to branch out a little bit, expand a little bit. Let us know what you think. And um, yeah, we'll catch you on Sunday always. So stay blessed. Stay tuned for that new content. And we'll um, see you next time. Catch ya. Stay blessed.